0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: Hi, and welcome to Episode 16 of Three Geeky Ladies, I'm Elisa Pacelli, and with me today are Vicki Stokes. Hello. And Suzé Gilbert. Hi, everyone. How's everyone today? Good. Pretty good. Well, we'd like to welcome you to the first episode of 2013. We hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season and is looking forward to a really successful, prosperous, and healthy 2013. And before we get started, I wanted to mention that one of the my Ma, huh, excuse me my writers, Donnie Yankolo, has another book in the iBook store. It's called Jungle Jammin. It is for preschoolers and it's 99 cents. So the link will be in the show notes, which is at three Geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, T-H-R-E-E, plus all our contact information for our emails, our Twitter accounts, and our Facebook pages can be found at the threekikiladies.com website. So let's get started. Today we want to talk about must-have apps for iDevices. I'm sure many of you received uh, either an iPhone or an iPod Touch or an iPad as a holiday gift, either brand new or as a um, hand-me-down, like maybe one of Vicky's sisters, <laughs> family members, and you don't know what to do. You're not really sure which apps are important which apps um, can wait a little bit. So we thought today we would talk about apps that everyone should have on their iDevices, whether you use your device as a writer or as a photographer or a, um, a musician. Regardless of what, how you plan on using it, these are apps we feel everyone should have on their iPad. And the first one I wanted to mention is 1Password. This is, a, this is an app that we've talked about in the past in other episodes. This is something everybody should have. It's, everyone should be well aware at this point that you should never have the same password for multiple sites. You should have a separate password for your banking, one for your email, one for your credit cards, one for Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. And with one password, to, it makes it super simple to come up with um, different passwords you can specify how many characters you want it to be because some some websites require that it's a certain length. It has a certain number of upper or lowercase letters. It has a certain number of numbers or maybe other characters like an exclamation point or an at sign. You can, so you can specify how you how you want that to, how you want that to look. It's currently as of today, which is January six, two thousand thirteen. It's currently $7.99. That is a half price sale that 1Password is having. It's supposed to go back up to $14.99, but I don't know when. But even at $14.99, it's an absolute must-have. And right now, it requires iOS 6.0 or later. It uses Dropbox syncing, which we can talk about later. It's just – I know, Vicki, you've got 1Password. It's yeah, an absolute it. – It's an absolute must on your computers, whether it's Windows or Mac, for your iDevices. It's an absolute must. Yeah. Got to have one password.
2: Great syncing capability between all the devices, too. It's really a good product to have.
1: You know, I have to admit, though, at first I was a little disappointed before I purchased it recently. Um, They they gave up the Wi-Fi syncing. They no longer have it, which is how I used to do it. Mm -hmm. Once... Once I started doing it, you can actually – you don't really need Dropbox. You can use iCloud if you choose, but I chose to do Dropbox. Once I switched over to Dropbox, it is instantaneous. The minute I make a change on one device, it shows up on the other. With Wi-Fi syncing, you had to physically instigate the um, the changes. Yeah. Whereas with the Dropbox, if you make a change on your iPad and then you walk over to your iPhone and look at it, the change has been made. You know, so – so it's um it's it's it as if if I ha- if you haven't gotten my point yet, you must have one <laughs> password. In yeah. fact, a friend of mine uh, got an iPad for the holidays. I spent a good number of hours with her on New Year's Day, getting her iPad set up. She doesn't want to download anything that costs money yet because she wants to get used to how the iPad works. This is totally new for her. She wants to get used to it. She, I said, go ahead and download anything you want for free, because if you don't like it, you can delete it. But you have to, have to, no questions asked, by 1Password. And that's what we did. We haven't set it up yet, but she at least now has it on her iPad. Mm-hmm. And she just said, well, if you say so. So. <laughs> so what,
2: she, she, what did she have before?
1: Pardon me? What kind of phone did she have before? Well, she still has a, it's not a phone, it's an iPad.
2: Oh, okay. I bet. And
1: she, okay. But she did say, she said, you know something? I'm eligible for an upgrade. I might be getting an iPhone. And then she said, you know, this is bringing me over to Apple because she has a Windows computer. And she, 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 she sends me a text every day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. <laughs> I love this. This is so great. She just loves the iPad. She's so excited. She's using it mostly for work. She's opening a business. So she's probably going to use it 75% business, 25% personal. But when she found out all the things that it could do, she was, she was beside herself. She had no idea what the iPad could do and how she'd be able to use it for her work. So I said, with everything you're going to do, you're going to need one password just to make sure that everything is safe and secure. Yeah. So she bought it and uh, we'll probably get that set up soon. And um, yeah,
2: so. Yeah. The, the setup is easy too. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like it's a lot, but it's not. It's really simple.
1: Yeah, It's great. I mean, what, I don't think I really explained it very well, but when you go to a website, let's say you go to your bank, you can type in, your, type in your data, you can create a password through 1Password, and 1Password will save it. Then when you go back to the bank, you have two options. You can go into 1Password, you can copy the password, then go into a browser, Oh, go to your bank and paste it in. Or you can use 1Password's built-in browser so that you never even have to copy and paste. You just click, boom, you're in. And I find I find the the uh, built-in browser to work just as well as any other browser.
2: Yeah, I, one, and, one great thing about it is that you can go to a website that you don't have in one password, and it will ask you if you want to add this. Yes. And then it, um, you can at that time you can change the password, which is what I've been doing lately. Them to sites that, that aren't in one password is going in there, and then uh, having one password set a strong. Uh, password for me i like the one because it gives you the option of using um sort of a a, a word like thing um that you can remember the password with or it'll it'll just such a very um you know strong password for you uh, so you have the option some people like to remember try to try to remember the passwords i'm beyond that now one password you don't even have to remember anything. right
1: my passwords are like P, yeah. capital mm-hmm. Q, lower R, capital R, lower S, one <laughs> seven exclamation
2: point, lower E. <laughs> really mean, complicated. Something,
1: something that I can't yeah. even remember what I just said.
2: You know, the only thing you have to remember is your master is password. your master password, password. Yep. yeah.
1: You That's can it. also make secure notes. Um, if, when you go to a website that needs um, security questions and you can't remember what the question was. What I've done is either, I've either... Written a secure note so that I can just go back and say what was the answer to that security question on such and such a site, or I've taken screenshots and then I've put those into secure notes so that when I go back to that website and I can't remember what my answer was because you don't have to tell the truth when you ask a, when a security question, you don't have to say if you were if you uh, if they say what was the name of the street you lived on when you were growing up and you lived on Main Street, you don't have to put Main Street. You can put aluminum. It's not, it's not saying, you know, that the website doesn't know if you're telling the truth. This is just so that when you go back, maybe you need to recover a password or you need to recover some information. They say to you, what's, what is your security question? As long as you answer correctly. It's all good.
2: Yeah, because sometimes people can actually crack that information. If they have that little bit of information about you, what, what elementary school you went to or something right. like that But you think no one knows, it's easy to find out what elementary school you went to.
1: Exactly. So yeah. if you put in a fake answer that only you know, yeah. but it's very easy to forget what you put, mm-hmm. you just make a secure note in 1Password. Yeah. There's, there's so much in 1Password that I know I don't even know about or use. But what I do know about and use is it's on every device. It's it was uh, it was it was an it's an immediate purchase. It's it's really it's that important. And if you listen to other podcasts at one point or another, you will hear them mention one password. Oh, yep.
0: Yeah. So
2: I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah. I don't know anything that's just as good as One Password. Yeah. Maybe in the Windows world, but it's But even one password works in Windows, so
1: it works on Windows too. And it might work for Android. I'm not hundred percent on that. Yeah.
2: That'd be if, cool if it did. If people
1: have Android devices. It, it might.
2: I'm not hundred percent on it. They don't though. want to pay for anything though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> joke, joke, bad joke. But yes. it's true. A lot of them don't want to pay for apps and that's a problem. Yeah. And it's
1: seven I mean at fourteen ninety nine, it's worth it. Um, but if you hear this and you don't have one password, Check to see if it's still $7.99 and if it is, grab it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grab it. So Vicky, what is one of your indispensable
2: iOS apps? My indispensable app is Text Expender. Um, I use it and I kept I forgot that I use it because it's 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 just everywhere. I have it on my Mac also. Um, it allows you to use snippets, you know, that you create so you don't have to keep typing the same things over and over again. Um, I have one for like my uh, when I send emails out, Um, I have different ones for uh, friends, different ones that I I put when I send it to family members or or even people that I've worked with. Um, And it's it just makes life easier. It's it's excellent. I also have it integrated with my my actual signature Um, with another application called Autograph. I created a signature. And then I actually am able to use a snippet that pulls in that autograph, and I can sign documents using it. Um, it's 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 just everywhere. I, I, on, I have it on every device, so that I, I, I'm sort of it's sort of hard for me to think about what my snippets are because I I use it's just like a, a reflex now for me to use these uh, the little shorthands. But um, you know how you, you, you're sending an email to someone and you want to just say, hello, um, or you're using the same phrase, the same thing over and over again. For instance, I have a, a lunch every month with some friends of mine. And instead of going, are we going to meet on this day, blah, 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 I have a snippet that would go put pretty much start the email. It would actually put the names of the people that are in it. What time and everything? Um, it, it just uh, and if I'm using my iPhone, it's very difficult for me to type on that thing. So it's very important on a Mac and on the iPad. It's not really necessary, but it's just nice to have. It's just a nice little um, out of way of automatically inserting things like the day's date, or um, and it's also you're also able to uh, use Dropbox to sync the different snippets across all your devices. That's that's pretty cool because. You go to all the trouble creating um uh, a shortcut and uh you don't uh you don't really want to think about having to put it on each one of your devices
1: right um
2: right. And, and and it only works on the uh mac apple device uh apple, i never know hard to, top uh iOS devices and on mac computers i don't know if it actually exists for windows yet so mm-hmm. But it's a cool it's a cool app. It actually is by Smile, so I don't think Smile does anything. they only do Mac products so I'm, I'm yeah, I think so. Excited. So
1: Certainly. basically
2: you can you can create a form letter. Yeah, you can do and that. And then just maybe fill in a couple of blanks. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also use it in like your iMessages. Um when you're trying to just do uh, you, you know how you just want to just quickly send something to someone uh, and send an iMessage, that is the easiest way for me to do it. Uh, it's only like, it's 4 99 And it, uh, as I said before, it runs on, it's compatible with the iPhone, iPod Touch, and the iPad. And also there's a, a Mac version of it, but we're mm-hmm. talking iOS devices. So, yeah. And it's actually, it's now optimized for uh, iPhone 5. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I use, I
1: don't use that. I use um, what's built into the Mac where you can do the keyboard shortcuts. But if you're going to be doing something like what you were talking about, a lot more extensive and full list of them, the text expander touch sounds much better because I just do a couple of different words and my email address. I can't stand having to type my email address in all the time. So I have a shortcut for my email address.
2: Yeah, I I have stuff that... um, or when I'm trying to create groups uh, uh messages sent to different groups um it it also allows you to publish these things using uh, use a predefined things like uh symbols and things like that for instance uh I never remember the accent for Suze's name, but now I got a snippet her name <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you but the iOS does that as well. you can put in shortcuts.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, uh, it's so, not. You can't pull in like uh, signatures and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah. You
0: know, so. No, you can't. But you know what you can do? There is a, um, there is an app. Um, I have it on my iPhone and my iPad. I really, really like it. Let me see her. It's. It allows you to have various signatures for personal business. You know, you know, if you have a couple businesses, uh, I can't remember how many. Looking here frantically because we were talking about this. As I'm looking, I'm um here it is. It's just called at signature, and it allows you one, two, three, four, five, six. Looks like six signatures. So you have general business, personal, friends, social network, and community, and you can put whatever signature you want. I don't. Know, I think it's like 99 cents in the app store. Top. Uh, so, so, but that's fine. not a bad one. But I like I like the shortcuts because sometimes when I'm texting. You know, if um, I can just write the first, you know, three, that, if it's an acronym, it's great because it'll just spell it right out to you. And you can do that in settings on iOS on your devices for listeners that are wondering how to do it. That's what I do too.
1: But it just sounds like if you want something a lot more expensive. Yes, definitely. Then definitely. go to, like, Especially what Vicki said, that the, pre, the pre-formatted emails, right. that kind of stuff, that text expander might be better for the power user. Yeah, yeah. And so I, to speak.
0: I, yeah, I agree with
1: that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm not there yet.
2: <laughs> I might be one day. Yeah, and sort of dropped the ball. I stopped using it because I created so many things and I started forgetting what they were. Right. <laughs> and then I started getting back into it, so it became like muscle memory to use them now. So. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Well, my app is a uh, list app. It came out in the App Store, I'm thinking about a year ago, Um, and it's pretty much a one-trick pony. It's called Clear. It's the most minimalist to-do list you'll ever find in the App Store. It's currently on sale, I think, for 99 cents. And what I like about this app, it's just very intuitive. It uses all gesture, so it's all gesture-based. And so basically, if you want to uh, load this app, and like I said, it's a dollar, uh, you create an item, and they have some really interesting themes. Like the first theme, um, you know, is it, it goes in gradations of color. So that's really nice because if you have something, you know, very dark at the top, that might be your, like your first priority on the list. But you can pull to create an item. So you pull. you just take a finger, tap the screen, you pull down to create an item. Uh, You swipe to complete the item. So this is great for grocery lists or to-do lists. Um, You pinch to navigate. So when you do a pinch um, on your screen, it brings you to all of your lists. And you can have as many lists as you want. Uh, When you're done with something, like I said, you swipe to complete it. Or you can go out to the very right edge and you can do a finger swipe. So really lay your finger down on the screen and you can swipe through to the next list. So that's really nice. The only thing I find that I don't like about this app, it's not iPad compatible, it's only for the iPhone. It does do iCloud sync, but to me, I would really prefer if they're going to do iCloud sync to be able to have it iPad compatible, because that would be more helpful to me. And it also doesn't remind you. So it doesn't actually remind you like Reminders does in iOS to to what time to do a list or what day to do, you know, to, to complete something. But... For what it is, I really like it. And there's Easter eggs. There's a bunch of Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. um, And I love Easter eggs. So basically, you start off with, I think, maybe two or three themes. And if you install Path on your iDevice, you get a Path bonus theme. If you gift the app, and actually, you don't have to actually gift it. You can just kind of go through with it, put your email in, and uh, it'll unlock that theme. They have an ultraviolet theme that I tried to get for a long time. I had to keep putting myself on reminders because it was this beautiful violet color. And mm-hmm. if you use the app every day for seven days, you get you unlock the ultraviolet theme. The same thing with a night owl. If you use... If you mark some tasks completed between midnight and 3 a.m., then you get that one unlocked. And they also have game themes, which I didn't – the Heist and Temple Run, I didn't unlock those. But I really do like this app. And like I said, it's a one-trick pony, but I use it all the time. You know, for Christmas lists, like, you know, for just recently, um, things I have to do during the week, it's just a great list maker. And the interface is really, really beautiful. And I just love the the touch capability. The gesture based capability of clear they, they hopefully with another update um, you know they'll add some more features as far as making an iPad compatible. I think that would make this app really very very strong
1: yeah I've seen this before I've seen a lot of other bloggers talk about it
0: well I had um, I was using it actually in a store a couple of weeks ago, and it makes like this little when you do something I don't know I ha- it, it makes a little. Um, sound when you do something. I don't know if you can hear it. You can have sounds turned off. But the other thing they they recently added with an update is that they have these um, quotes, these very inspirational quotes when you uh, start a new list. Like, for instance, if I want to start a new list, the quote that comes up on a black screen is, quote, I Feel That Luck is Preparation Meeting Opportunity by Oprah Winfrey. And then they have the outward arrow where you can post it to Twitter, you can share it to Facebook, you could, or you can copy the quote. So just, just some nice little things in there.
1: Well, the next one I wanted to talk about that I mentioned at 1Password is Dropbox. Dropbox is free for the iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch, requires iOS 5.0 or later, it also works with Macs and Windows computers, and it's, it's, it's a great way to put things up in the cloud that you can have access to from anywhere. If you, know, you can go on a trip, you can go to another country, get on somebody's computer, type in your password, your name and password, you have access to all your documents. At Dropbox, I believe they start you with two gigabytes, and then as you Recommend friends to join and you send them a link, and then they join they give you some additional free space so i'm at about seven gigs right now between promotions that they've had and friends joining and whatnot but it's a place it 's where I keep my one password data file it 's where I keep the articles that i 've written for my Mac go up there um, it's it's anything you can have shared folders, so if you wanted to. Um, share pictures with somebody, uh, like Susay and I, if we had a shared folder, she could drop some pictures into that folder and it will automatically upload and show up on my computer or on my iOS device with those pictures, which I can then download. We could share, uh, a lot of people use it to share documents rather than emailing, especially if it's a group collaboration, you can put the document up there. People can make their changes. It shows up on everybody's, uh, iOS device or computer, and, you know, it's, it's Dropbox is just another one of those things that even if you don't think you're going to use it a lot, you should still have it and it's free. So you have nothing to lose. It's
0: great. Yeah, I, we use, use, I, use I use it I use every constantly. day. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It's great.
1: Yeah. It's a nice way because I, I use it to um, upload the file for three geeky ladies. Once I'm done, I use it to get a, send it to Tim Robertson who then uploads it to the server. And that's how we go back and forth. We don't, and plus, it's also, it's also a nice way to um, send a video to someone who, um, when, when it's too big for email, because email does have right. limitations. Like For example, a friend of mine moved to Florida. I made a goodbye video for her that was pretty large. But I wanted to I – I burned a DVD and mailed it to her, but I wanted some of our friends to see it. So I uploaded it to a public folder of Dropbox, made a link emailed them the link, and they were able to to watch it. Because there's no way I could have emailed it to them.
0: The other thing Dropbox is really good for, say, for instance, you're on your um, iPad or your iDevice, and you download a file, and it's a zip file. Throw it up into Dropbox, and when you get onto your Mac, then you can open the file because I've had a hard time opening up s- particular zip files on my iDevices. And then that way, you can, once you open it, you can put it back up on Dropbox if you want and grab it onto your iDevice. So that's how I do books. Mm. A
1: lot of books that have not been purchased in the iBookstore. Mm-hmm. Instead of, for some reason, maybe it's me, I don't know, maybe because I'm running Snow Leopard, but. I have a really hard time getting books into iBooks onto onto my iPad using iTunes. So the easiest thing I found to do is put it in the Dropbox, you open Dropbox on your iOS device, and when you, you click on that particular file, and then there's like a little box, you click on it, and it will say open in, and then it will give you different options based on the, the um, applications that you have. on on your iOS device. So it might be Goodreader or some sort of PDF viewer. And one of the options is iBooks. Click on iBooks. The book is now in iBooks. It is so easy. It's quick. You don't have to mess around with your iTunes. Super simple.
0: I've been also doing it, Elisa, with um, uh, my Photoshop, my, um, my Photoshop files, my PSD files, and with Photoshop Touch on the iPad. So that's another thing. I throw them up to Dropbox because I don't have the, you know, creative cloud for Adobe. So that way I can, you know, go back and forth there. Yeah. It's so, so that's so much another easier. workaround. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's it just using the Dropbox I just found is so much easier than trying to drag things onto iTunes, hope that it accepts it. Why it's not, I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or it's just being finicky. Just make a folder, put it in, put it in the Dropbox, go to your Dropbox on your iOS device Click on it, open it, done. Yep. And it takes a matter of seconds. I mean, really does take a matter
2: of seconds.
1: So we recommend Dropbox. Yep.
2: It's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It's like the, the facto standard.
1: Yeah. And the fact that it's free also. There's yep. like, there's no reason not to get it.
2: Yeah. It integrates with just about every application on, mm-hmm. the, on the, uh, Apple products. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I guess it's my turn. It's your turn. Um, uh, if you like podcasts, and I hope you do, because this is a podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's a
0: movie, but they're not getting the video for Oh, <laughs>
1: thank God for that! Oh man, I didn't know that.
0: I
2: would have combed my hair.
1: Yeah, really, I would have put makeup on.
2: <laughs> no, makeup. Anyway, um, I went through the Instacast, Downcast. Pocket Cast, all kinds of different apps, and I'm still stuck with Downcast. Um, I like it over Instacast. Um, be, uh, Instacast is simple. If you want something that's really, really a simple interface, Instacast is it. I didn't like the way it downloaded the podcast. It, uh, um, it's probably changed since the last time I used it, but I, I felt that I had to manually do a lot of stuff that automatically happens with Downcast. Um And Downcast has um, uh, the playlist and a bunch of other things that I just love um, um, that I I didn't um, find in my uh, version of Instacast that I was using. Um, It's a heck of a lot better. All three of them are much better than Apple's podcast. Have you guys used that one? It's a nightmare. I oh. deleted it immediately. It was awful. I it, hate it too. It, it's just a waste of time. It's like you and I were drunk one night and decided we were going to do an application. <laughs> That's how it would have turned out. Just some a cludgy piece of mess. Oh, it's awful. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all of any one of these apps works well. I just think the Downcast is better. Uh it, it has it's more powerful um in that it um has more options to present and you can like organize things in a, in the way that you want to watch. I mean, not watch, listen, well, you have watched too, because they do video. Um, there's video casts out there too. Um, but uh, on your iOS devices, downcast or Instacast, in my opinion, are, are the most superior ones. Pocket cast is good, but I, I in, in the order, I will take downcast, Instacast, and then pocket cast. Um, I, love to listen to podcasts in my car and that's the first thing that I turn on is uh, I don't listen to us, that's sort of weird to me. Did you guys listen to us? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yes, I do. a couple of times because I have to edit I,
0: I, <laughs> and I realize, I realize how often I say you know, you know, you know or I, I, oh, I think okay, yeah I think everybody does know Susie, I don't think you have to keep saying
1: it <laughs> No, what I like about Downcast, I've been using it for a little over a year. My favorite part is I don't have a lot of patience, in case if you haven't figured that part out about me. No. And what I like about it is you can listen at one speed, one-and-a-half speed, two-speed, and three-speed. And I listen to – I listen and I have a lot of video podcasts that I listen to or watch at one-and-a-half and and two-times speed. And as long as I can understand what they're saying – that's fine. I don't think I. I don't think there's anything I listen or watch at one speed.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I I didn't notice. If the cast has it too, and I didn't know that they had the capability, accidentally turned it on, and I thought something was wrong with the podcast, and I kept downloading the podcast, and then eventually I clicked it and and I realized, oh, that's what that's doing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really understand what that that option was.
1: Yeah, that's that's my favorite. It also syncs to the cloud. Mm-hmm. So I've had it, I've had things where um like I do the same thing I'll listen in the car sometimes if I'm going on a longer trip so if I started on my iPad finishing on my iPhone it doesn't and again could be my problem but it doesn't always sync every time Yeah you know through the iCloud even though I have iCloud syncing on cuz theoretically if if you're listening to 3 Geeky Ladies and you're listening on your iPad in the house and at the 10 minute mark you have to leave, you should be able to go into your car on your iPhone and pick up at the 10 minute mark. Yeah. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't.
2: Yeah. That, I, I found that to be the case too. Yeah. It, it's, it's not consistent. Yeah.
1: I mean, not a big, you know, not a big deal because you can just, you know, scrub over to the 10 minute mark and then continue on. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I do. But the other thing that's nice about that too, is this, if you subscribe to a podcast on your iPad, the next time you sync on your iPhone, it will show up. That subscription.
0: Oh yeah. yes, I, yes, you're right. I know it, it took me yeah. for a second. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, if you know, if yeah. you if you don't yeah. have three geeky ladies right now on your iPad under Downcast, and you on your go on your iPad and you subscribe, yep. and then you turn it on your iPhone, all of a sudden three geeky lady shows up. Yeah. And the same when you delete, a, either delete the podcast itself or an episode. You delete on one, it deletes on the other.
2: Yeah. Okay, I got that. Yeah.
1: Um, again, $2? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's not that expensive. Well worth it. It's makes life easier. You know, before when I had my podcast, I was trying to use, use it. And uh, one of the things on the iPhone in the car is that you have to manually start these apps. Um, and well, I'll get to the car apps later. But one of the, <coughs> excuse me, the problem is actually going to the next app. Well, if you're running downcast, it's going to yeah. automatically go to the next app. Um, and that that's, and Instacast also, that is the reason why I think this is very important for anybody on their iOS devices to have one of these uh, different uh, app yeah. applications. Yeah. Scott Wilsey got me hooked on this. He got me on that one too, because I was using Instacast. And I said, let me try downcast. Yeah, I was following the conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, for
0: me, I really love um, Pages, and I think if you have an iPad, I have it on my iPhone as well because it is a universal app. It's by Apple, but if you've used Pages on your Mac or any of your computers, then you really would probably want to have it on um, your iPad. It's it's not as robust as, you know, of course, the uh, OS X map, uh, OS X app. But I have to say, I think it's really great on the iPad. I use it all the time You for, you know, writing your documents. So for those of you that aren't really familiar with Apple, basically Pages is Microsoft's version of Word. So if you're used to Word, you'll have no problem using Pages. The only thing I have... Um, about pages, I guess the only little quibble would be that it's not, um, it doesn't have a lot of templates. So for $2.99 and the App Store, uh, pages is $9.99, but for $2.99 by graphic node, you can grab designs for pages. And they recently had an update, and I have looked at some of the reviews because I've had it probably for about a year and a half, maybe two years. And it used to be a a really a a hog as far as space on your iPad, but they've since streamlined it. But it's really wonderful because if you want cards, brochures, if you want to make a business card, a CD or DVD cover, uh, they have a bunch of really beautiful, beautiful templates. So when you open up Designs for Pages, and you're confronted with, you know, a bunch of different templates, you can select the one that you want, and it will download and open in Pages. It will open in Evernote or Dropbox as well. But you can then bring it into Pages and add text. You can replace the stock photo with one of your own photos, but you can really uh, then hone it and fine-tune it to what you want. I really like it. Very, very much, and of course, I absolutely love Pages. I just wish they had a few more templates. But Pages does allow you to change, you know, text colors and fonts and margins and footers and headers. So I think both of those. If you have an iDevice, you really want to have Pages on your on your um, iPad, and also you get a lot more if you have templates. If you're a template junkie like I am, um, if you have designs for Pages. And they really, they have, it's, it's for business and personal, because they have labels, uh, they have different letterheads, um, proposals, resumes, so you can actually even work on a resume uh, with some of their templates, and they look really nice, some of the resumes, so. And if we're going to talk about pages, then, of course, everybody should probably grab Keynote, which, again, is by Apple, and it's nine ninety nine, and it's uh, like Microsoft's, Oh, gosh. What did Microsoft have? <laughs> oh, PowerPoint. PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, well, Which I tried once.
1: <laughs> I tried once on a Windows computer and forget it.
2: <laughs> I
0: it was it,
1: not happening. I, I, I like
0: it. PowerPoint, but I think pay, I think Keynote is
2: so much more intuitive. You know, it's so much easier to use. Uh, well, I have to use it constantly in the MBA program. And I'm telling you, whenever I worked in a group, I made sure I wasn't the one doing the PowerPoint uh, um Doing a, a building our PowerPoint uh, deck, because I was, I'm awful at PowerPoint. I don't get it. It's so kludgy. It, it's all these hidden little options, just like, that's like Word. Word is powerful, but it's so hidden. It's so convoluted. It's just so much junk in it's there. Not- see to
0: use because my husband's really good at word. And even now I'll say, Mike, what happened? What happened to my text? It just reformatted itself. You know, I just, and of course he'll come and fix it. It, it
2: I, I agree with you, Vicky. It's,
0: it, uh, it's, it's
2: very sensitive. And one thing that I can say about Mac products, they tend to be intuitive. If you look at something and go, uh, I think it should, and you're right. That's the way it's, it's going to work. Uh, and that maybe I'm biased, but that's the way I feel about Mac products. You once you use one application, the interface is pretty similar. So you can mm-hmm. figure out where things are. And we do complain when they make changes. Um, but there's generally a way to turn that old thing back on. Or somebody finds a way to turn it back on. Um, but uh, uh, in Word, you just, you better go with the flow because you don't want to add anything extra. You want to play around with it because it's, it's so, oh, and, and PowerPoint, I'll get back to PowerPoint. Um, in comparison, Key keynote is it's it's like Instacast and Downcast. Downcast has so many different features. It's it's um, it's for somebody who really wants to organize and control how their environment is. Um, And that's what PowerPoint is. PowerPoint has so many different things. So many tips. So many different things that people have built to put on top of it. Keynote is simple. Easy, you get the work done, you put it out there, and it actually will run uh, as a quick time movie on a Windows environment. So you could actually still use it. Um, and I tried to do that with, my, with one of the groups I worked with in school, but yeah, but they would they didn't like that. They they liked the idea of using PowerPoint. So I got. Into
0: Well, Well, again, Keynote is not as, I mean, this feature is not the full featured version you're going to have on your computer. But what it does have, it has enough in there to allow you to make a very professional looking slideshow, because I did it recently for a client, I'm doing some real estate, freelance real estate photography work. And What's really great, it allows you, you know, you can have presenter notes, same thing you have in the, uh, you can, you know, build your slides, you can transition between the slides, you can make tables and charts. So, you know, everything that you really need to do something on the fly is in Keynote. And, of course, if you want more um, templates for Keynote than the ones that they give you, then graphic note also has some still themes. They have, um, like a templates pro pro, excuse me, for iOS. So there, if you look in the app store and you're not really happy with, you want some more templates, you can basically do that. But keynote does allow you, you know, to change the color, change the font, you know, really make a beautiful, um, presentation. And I think that if you're going to be using your iPad, I mean, I, like I said, I never touch my laptop anymore. I do everything on my iPad, then both of those um, apps you'll definitely probably want. It's, it's the best 20 bucks I think you'll, you'll spend um, on. And it, I, I'm assuming that everybody has iTunes and App Store gift cards. So for 20 bucks, you get really two great apps, Pages and Keynote.
2: Wow. Uh, so you really are not using? Your... No. Wow. No.
0: And actually, you know, I've been pretty much a Photoshop junkie um, for maybe what, 10 years now since college. And, you know, I really complained about Photoshop touch when it first came out and it did need some help. I mean, it was very low res. It was only saving 600 by 600 pixels, um, had some of the nice features I would say, you know, not, it wasn't a really, uh, comprehensive app and it still is not, but what I can achieve on the iPad, I With a variety of apps and Photoshop Touch included, I have not used Photoshop for so long. I really haven't. I mean, because a lot of... If you think about Photoshop and you think what people or photographers and artists do with it, many times they have plugins. You know, you have plugins for certain filters. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, Nick Software, which is one of my absolute favorite companies. You know, for black and white, they have Silver Effects Pro. And I still use that. I mean, I am... I'm a, essentially a black-and-white photographer, and I absolutely adore Silver Effects Pro by Nick Software. And I do use that with Photoshop a lot. But so they used to have, you know, like Alien Skin Software has some great plugins um, <clears throat> Because of these apps allow you to do that so quickly, you know, on your iPad or your iPhone – I'm finding less of a need to run and either run an action or go into a plugin on Photoshop because I can do it right on my iPad within two minutes. So, yeah,
2: I, I have. I'm
0: I'm not using
2: my Mac much anymore either. Wow. <laughs> there's some things I, I needed for, but anyway. So is it my turn next. At least no, I think it's my turn. Okay, oh. but I'll
1: be I'll be quick.
0: Be polite. <laughs>
1: the next, yeah,
0: women are so <laughs> polite. <laughs>
1: The next two I want to mention are note-taking apps. And the first one is called Plain Text, and it's free. You just need iOS 4.3 or higher. And this one, it's very, very simple. There's no formatting. There's no font changes. It's strictly it's strictly for taking notes. Syncs with Dropbox. And I'm talking, it syncs. I mean, you type the letter A, and boom, you see, if you're on your computer, you see a little growl notification that says that there was an update to the Dropbox. I mean, it's instantaneous. Um, I use it to take notes when I'm reviewing software for myMac.com. On my computer, I use plain text on my iPad to take notes so that I can then write my article. And if you just want something that's just no frills, totally, you know, just take your notes and move on. Plain text is fabulous. You can create folders. You can create folders within folders, which is, like I said, what I do for the MyMac because I have a separate, separate article for each, for each uh, product that I review. I did upgrade the $1.99 to remove the ads. Now, the ads are not obtrusive at all. So it's really not a big deal. But I thought I used this app so much that I felt I should support the developer by paying the $1.99, you know, which is really nothing. So plain text, and the other one that I use, not as much as I should, but I really start using it more, is Evernote. And I think, Vicki, you use Evernote also?
2: Yes, I do. Yeah. Again,
1: yes. a free app requires iOS 5.0 or later, and it is everywhere. It's on Macs, it's on iOS devices, it's on Windows computers, I believe it's on Windows phones, and yep. it's on Android, it's everywhere. That's great. And it syncs up everywhere. So if you are mm-hmm. using... Um, a Mac at home, plus you have a, uh, an iPad, but you have a Windows computer at work, or maybe an, I- an Android phone that your work gave you, it all syncs up together. You can pay if you want more storage, not necessary. But Evernote is basically just, you can use it for notes, you can use it for um, clipping recipes, you can see something that you like online, and you can send it to Evernote. What I use it, what I use it a lot for is when I make a plane reservation, they give you an email address, your own email. You can just I what I do is when I get the email confirmation, I then email it to my Evernote account and then I go in and I tag it with the year, who's going, um, I might say vacation, cruise, Bahamas, you know, just different things like where I'm going. That way that way I can uh you can search by your
2: tags. Yeah, I love Evernote. I, I, I use it for uh when I'm at a restaurant or something, and I have I see a wine that I like, and I just take a picture of my iPhone and I store that that picture in my in Evernote and I tag it like you you do. And um, but what really helped me with Evernote was in school. I, I created um, different um, I forgot what they call them notebooks, notebooks notebooks Um and had it for each one of my classes. We have we're all these electronic documents and they just you need to have the right one when they're talking about it. And because I used uh, uh, Paranote as my um, um, uh, note taking software on my Mac, I could pull all that stuff from Evernote, pull it into Paranote and just follow everything that the teacher was saying. Um, and if I didn't have my MacBook, I could do the same thing on my iPad. I could even use my wonky Windows laptop that they gave me um, to to access that information, too. So it was everywhere. If I was at work and I said, oh, wow, i got to do some homework, it was in Evernote. So I could just access it from my work computer and my desktop computer. Uh, it, it Evernote is a must-have. Uh, when I saw you already put it down there, I said, oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to have to just jump onto the, her her tailwinds because this is a must-have app. And you can um, also upload the audio.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 you sure can. You can upload audio notes. So yeah, like, for example, yeah. if you have a shared notebook with your, you know, your spouse, your husband, you know, your, yep. your partner, whatever, mm-hmm. and maybe you're at the store because you're remodeling your kitchen, not only do you take a picture maybe of the cabinets that you like, but you can attach an audio note saying, well, these are made of oak and, you know, the price is X dollars and, you know, <sharp> any information maybe that the salesperson gave you. So yep. you can attach an audio note with that and, picture. And they happen immediately. And it happens immediately. Plus, yeah. Evernote also yeah. has other notes. Um, I'm sorry, not other notes, other apps that you can use in conjunction. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Evernote um, food. food.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. the one, Vicki, if you're doing wine, yeah. the food one is really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I used that too. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, where you can take a picture of a <laughs> meal of that you really
1: yeah. liked. And you can. I guess you could put down, what, the name of the restaurant and yeah. what you ate and how much it cost you and yeah. And then they have one called Evernote Hello, which I believe is when you're meeting people for the first time, mm-hmm. you can make a little note of their name and who I, they are. And I never who they remember are. to
0: do that. <laughs> you know, like who they
1: are in relation
0: to maybe the yeah. host of your party. You should do that at Macworld. Because oh. you're going to meet, you guys going to be meeting a ton of people at
2: Macworld. That's true. I hadn't thought okay. about that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm thinking for you. You know, the other one they have is Skitch, which I love. That's also by Evernote. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I love Skitch.
2: Yeah. You introduced me to I, I,
0: Well, you know, I have an uh, even better one than Skitch. It's called Pento. It's free. P-E-N-T-O. That one's really nice as well. Yeah. That's better writing tools. But, yeah, I, I love those.
1: Yeah. And, again, Evernote being free, no reason not to get it. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So, so now, Vicki, it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> right. Um I'm just going to lump both of these together cuz they're social media things. If you look into Google, uh Google Plus, um neither one of us really are, are loving it, but the Google Plus app is available. Um uh, and also Facebook. Facebook, you have no choice but to use their Facebook app uh, cuz there isn't any uh, other application you can use other than to, to go to it on a browser. Um so those are two social media apps that you will probably want to have on your uh, uh, computer. Do you guys? And one other thing is Twitter. Twitter has a bunch of them. Um, my favorite is still Twitterific. And the reason why is because I have two accounts, multiple accounts that, I, that I, have, I need to have access to, the Geeky Ladies ones and my own personal one, and I can go back and forth between the two using Twitterific. So She's just you, so
0: popular. I know. I am not popular. She's so popular.
2: <laughs> I'm a geek. I don't have a friend on YouTube. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's the reason why I have to bribe my sisters. You know, I give them gifts so they can spend some time
0: with me. Oh, we're, we're, <laughs> be the, my friends. Elisa and I are totally bribeable too. Like, <laughs> totally. We are. Totally. There's no shame yeah. in that.
2: Nope. But no. I thought I had to mention the social media thing because I know a lot of people. That's how, that's how they get all of their... I have friends that they only... When they have their iPhone or their, 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 uh, mobile device with them, that's how they get Facebook and Twitter and all other updates. They don't really look at it on their computer. And so that's the reason why throughout the day, there are people that tweet and send stuff throughout the day. It's because they get these notifications on their phone and, um, they can keep track of what's going on up. For me, that's an irritant. I turn those notifications off and they run down my battery, um. And I would just get on my computer or my on my iPad and do it. But um, I uh, some people that's their sole social media devices, their iOS devices.
1: I use I use Echofon. What? What's that? Echo, I'm not sure. It's called Echofon or Echo Phone. Um, I had downloaded that a number of years ago mm-hmm. for my phone. Didn't really like it and started using Tweety. Was it Tweety? I think it's Tweety on my computer. Mm-hmm. And then one day it just stopped working. I could not get it to work for nothing. I didn't know what the problem was. It just wasn't working. So I said, okay, I have EchoPhone on my computer. Let me reinstall it and try it again. And because that's what um, Tom Schmidt uses, our fourth geeky person. And the only drawback to EchoPhone on the computer is that they're no longer developing it for the Mac.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's I, Echo Phone Light, but that's is, what I'm. That's what I'm using on my iOS devices and on the computer. It's free. It syncs up, so that if I read them on one side, it's already shown as red on the other.
2: Yeah. So for me, that's what I like. Uh, I, I I I just tried to pull a Tweety on my on my Mac, and you're right, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. It just stopped all of a sudden. It just and stopped. I might- they say I'm at the newest version, 1.2.8, that tells you something, something's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I have no idea. So I said, well, the heck with it. And I said, and I like this better.
2: I, I used to like Tweety, too. I, I thought it was I did. Simple,
1: you know, simple and easy to use. Yeah, yeah, I did, but I actually like this better.
2: Yeah. I like I, EchoFon better. I'm going to look at EchoFon. All right. Um, I'm done with the social media stuff. So. Okay. I, is, more. It, is it? Is it me? It's you. You. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well... I love drawing on the, and painting on the iPad, as I've probably made it clear in previous um, podcasts. And for note-taking and just sketching, you know, like, for instance, if, you know, I'm on the phone or doing a podcast, I have, my hands have to be doing something. I have to be doodling or doing something. And I was using penultimate. And my son had asked me about, you know, what's a really good note taking app because he is in college and he needs to be drawing and, you know, taking notes. And so I said, I think you'll like Penultimate. Well, he was going through some of my apps on my iPad. He said, Well, what's Note Shelf? And I said, oh, I've used it a couple times. Well, he reintroduced me to it, and I have been totally addicted to it. Uh, I think it's, it's, um, I'm trying to think how much it is. It's five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. I would probably, for that price, I would go to the. It was. I think it was free not so long ago. I know I didn't pay for it. I think I got it when it was free. So you know, go to App Shopper, put it on your wish list, and hopefully it'll go you know free um, soon. But if you if you're in school or you have a gift card and you really want a great note taking app. This one is fantastic. You have different choices of paper. What I love about this particular app is that you have – it's the uh, writing. It's not pixelated, and it's really for the retina screen, which I like as well, where penultimate, you sometimes get some pixelization. But they have uh, different colors of pens, so they go right through the color spectrum. You even have, you know, magenta and purple in there. And then you have calligraphy pens – that go through right through the um, color spectrum, excuse me, and then you have colored pencils. And then you also have markers. So if you're doing some sketching and you want to do some shading, uh, they have you know markers, the large Coptic markers that you, again, have the full color spectrum. And you can very quickly um, at the edge of the – when you pull down this drawer with – for instance, the markers, you can quickly change the size of it by just sliding. You know, they go from 1 to 10. And so, you, you know, 1 being the, the smallest nib right up until 10, the largest. You can also use text. Um, you can uh, you can use uh, bring in photos from the iPad camera or your photo album. They have like little the emoticons if you're into putting emoticons in your notes. But you can also organize your notebooks. And they have all sorts of different papers. I downloaded the drawing papers because I like to draw and sketch on graph paper. But they have sports papers and they have, um, you know, planners, daily planners. So you can also uh, email, you know, your page. I I just think it's a really great app and I'm glad he reminded me that I have this app. It's I I think I like it much better uh than Penultimate. They also have an online user guide so if you do have some problems, you know, getting into the app, um you have some help there. What's interesting is he he wants me to uh, basically copy can. all all of my recipes and I sat and I drew out in Rebus form my <laughs> recipes, and I've been just emailing them to him. And he hasn't been so happy about that, but he, he would rather have the writing. But try Note Shelf. If you really want a high-quality, uh, beautiful note-taking app, I think this one is definitely a stellar one. I, I actually took Penultimate off of my homepage, and I put Note, Note Shelf on there.
1: That's another. one. So it's so by Ramsey. That's King. another one I just put so on the App Shopper.
2: Yeah. Um, so I I got the penultimate because I wanted to use it, you know, for my for school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, one of the things the problems I have with is that when I put my palm on this thing, it's yes. sort of yeah, it, it's sort of I can't and I can't really control it that well because I'm I'm just, I'm goofy. Um, my handwriting is awful. And I just felt really, like, I, I just didn't want to use it because of that. It just, it, it looked sloppy.
0: This so one has a about. wrist protection. Okay. It's called wrist protection. Okay. So okay. that will allow you. It also, what I like about it, you can change your um, fonts. And if you send something to somebody, you can put it as a read only. Okay. You know, kind of almost like a PDF. Uh, you can also tag it. So that's that's nice as well. So you can put, you know, various... Various tags. If you're sending it, you can also tweet it. You can put it on Facebook. I, I wouldn't imagine why you would put something on Facebook, but
2: yeah, I like I, this. I, I imagine using this, like you know, you are writing a journal to the guy in the, in the army or something. You know, dear dearest, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. long And I realized that my long hand is awful. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to read it. <laughs> no, so,
0: it it, it man, it's good. It's <laughs> It's, uh, you know, again, with any app, you know, when you're writing, you know, with this, I would definitely recommend a stylus with this. But you what's nice about it, you also are able to type in text, you know, yeah. so that's really nice
2: as well. I ended up having to do that. And I said, like, gosh, you know, it sure would be nice to be able to write on that really well. But ultimately, it was really difficult. And even with the stylus, for me, it was just because the palm thing, it was just really, really difficult to get stuff written in there. Yeah. So basically,
0: the, what the risk protection was, would do here, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what the risk protection does, Vicky, if it makes a mark on the page when you lift your hand up, the mark goes away.
2: Oh. Okay. All right. And of you know. course, that's what you're doing the freestyle. Not when you're. Yeah. Not when you're. Not when you're like writing notes. It does, that's not a problem. It's like when you do, like in class, here, will draw a graph on a screen, and I wanted to try to draw it. And it will get the palm print when I put my finger. I was um, that meant
1: um, when it said wrist protection.
2: Yeah,
0: so basically, what that is is that if you enable the wrist protection, because you're when you're writing, and sometimes when you zoom on a page, I mean, let's face it, who writes with your elbow up? You know, you have to put your elbow on something, and inevitably, your the palm of your hand is going to hit the screen of the iPad with some note-taking apps, it leaves a mark, like little, you know, sketch marks. So you have to take an eraser and you have to erase those marks. If you enable wrist protection, then if you're, it won't allow any marks, or if it does, it'll erase that part of your palm um, that's on the page, but you're still able to write everything. So that's really nice. Yeah. It, it, it's like half the page, you know, so anything half the page. So the thing is is that when you're going down to the lower part of the page you're not going to put your palm on that page anyway so you can, it, it should be no problem you have to select risk protection off because that basically yeah. asks, acts almost as think of it as a little mask that it's putting over that page a little, a little protective okay. mask yeah but that, that's really an awesome app and you know i i um i'll have to App shopper. But, you know, that's how I get a lot of my apps, you know, and a lot of them for free. Unless developers give them to me to review for Pocket Sized Podcast, um, you know, if I find an app that's kind of pricey, Apple apps never go on sale, literally. I've never seen pages no. for Keynote. You're going to have to probably just shell out the 10 bucks for those. But something like Note Shelf, many times, you know, especially around the holidays, there have been a ton of apps on sale. So. And this one does go on sale. It was just on sale for $1.99 on the 28th of December. And it looks like it goes on sale about once or twice a month. And the cheapest that it has been in the past few months has been 99 cents. So.
1: Okay, I'm going to finish up with a couple of quick apps. Um, First one, iBooks. Everyone should have iBooks. You can use it to read uh, books that you purchase in the iBook store. The app itself is free. Not, and, and there are a lot of free books on the iBook store, and including books that show you how to use the iPhone or the or the iPad. Um, you can also use it for your PDFs. So everyone should have iBooks. Uh, also, find my iPhone, which is also the same app that you would use to find in your iPad. And that's in case it, God forbid, you lose it. Uh it gets stolen. You can go or sometimes you just drop it in the in the couch cushion, but you just don't know where it is. And
0: Or Victor said, so Did you hear the guy that his phone got stolen in a cab? Yeah. And he found that the person was on the romance site that he had, the dating site, and so he put <laughs> he made himself as to be this Jennifer and he asked the guy to come over a um a bottle of wine and he gave him tw- twenty bucks oh my and gosh, said, I want my no, phone back. And he got
2: his phone back. Oh my god! That's
0: that's another way you can find your but that's, iPhone. that
1: that, oh that you should goodness. always you should download that and then the other two are for entertainment. The first one is Pandora, which is also free and so you can listen to some music and internet movie database, which I have to say I'm not loving it as much now that they've updated it on the iPad. Uh, because if you're looking at a TV show but you want to see the seasons, you have to. I discovered that you have to click at the bottom of the page to say um, view on internet movie database and it brings you to the web browser. And then you can look at a show with the seasons. But if you're one of those people like I am, when you're watching a TV show or a movie and you go, Who is that guy? I know I've seen him in another show. You can go yeah. to the show that you're watching, yeah. look up mm-hmm. the actor, and go, Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in, you know, whatever. So I'm constantly on there, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Yeah, I used to browse. I used to browse a it. Also of gives IMDb. you. It
1: also it's also great mm-hmm. for coming up with some ideas. Well, like, hmm, what would I like to watch on Netflix next? You know, so you could say, yeah, uh, you know, or, or if you're watching season three of a particular show of uh, on Netflix, you can say, well, how many how many seasons does this show run? If maybe that's all that's out is the first three mm-hmm. seasons of a show, because sometimes there's some shows. As soon as they go off, you know, as soon as, like, the season is over, like, the next day, you can rent the DVDs. And with others, it takes years before they come out. I don't know why. I don't know how that works. Um, So I use the Internet Movie Database a lot. So all
0: free. But Nemo talked me into getting the paid uh, paid prescription subscription (laughs) Mm -hmm. to uh, Pandora. And I really, really like that because there's no ads so it eliminates all of the ads and it's just straight-on music. And so I don't know if anybody has not used Pandora, but you can you can type in anyone and have your create your own radio station. You know, George Winston, or if you like contemporary jazz, uh, it, it's wonderful. But I really, it's worth I think paying. Um, the, the free version's great, but I think it's great not having the ads because you don't get you get totally in, uninterrupted music.
2: Vicki, did you have a few more? Yeah. Well. Yeah, I have a couple more. Um uh of course you mentioned iBooks, Kindle mm-hmm. is uh, the other app that you're probably gonna want if you are getting your ebooks from um uh Amazon. Uh I love it. Uh and find, uh and to uh segue into the Pandora stuff, uh you may want to listen to these listen to it in your car. And there are tons of auto apps for your car. I just got, believe it or not, ladies, I'm not rich, but I did trade my car that I had in only for a year <laughs> and I got a, a bigger car cause it was too small. Um, and the app that I have that runs in my car is awesome. I can hook up to um, a Pandora. I can run uh, downcast all of those apps that I said I was having difficulties with um, accessing through my audio systems in my car. Uh, it's, you don't I don't have to put a special cable in or anything. it just works seamlessly um and uh it is wonderful. You can go online with these apps that you can get your service calls with these apps. so whatever car you have, practically all of them have something that you can interface with through your your iOS devices. so that's that. this it. And is
0: The only one that um I have left that people, if they're news junkies, which I happen to be one, is it is Zeit And Zeit wow. is a free app. Uh, I am disappointed with the new update. Uh, as you can see, it went from a five-star app to down to like two and a half stars. And basically, it's because of the update. People are really upset about it. Um, I, what I did is I downloaded, uh, I, I downgraded to the old version and not uh, thinking about it, I ended up updating it in the app store. And I thought, but you know it's not too bad. Uh, I still prefer some of the older versions. But what Zeit is, it allows you to create your own news magazine. So when you open up the app, you're able to connect either um, with some accounts like your Twitter account, but you, or you can just just type in your own email account and a password. And then it has, it gives you a variety of uh, different subjects, so world news, politics, uh, psychology, arts, and design. And you can select from the pro-offered uh, subjects that they give you, and then you can also type in your own. So for me, I've typed in France, I've typed in Maine, I've typed in iOS apps, I've typed in a bunch of them, chocolate, of course. And then it creates your magazine. And so, when you then when you go into the app, you will see the you know what's popular on Zeit. That's a brand new um, theme that they've done. But you can start just uh, swiping through because it does use hand gestures. And if you like an app, there's different options for you. You, If you um, take your finger, tap the screen on an article, and if you don't like it, if you swipe downward um it'll like it if you swipe upward, it'll say okay we'll do better next time so you can give it a thumbs up or thumbs down that way mm-hmm. you can also uh send email the link to somebody you can save it to pocket or instant paper and a variety of different other apps for uh later reading and you can go directly to the website from the app which is really great so you don't get out of the app and go to safari it brings you right to the web version I really love this app because it aggregates news from a variety of different sources so I get you get world sources you might get blogs in New Zealand you will get uh, some you know articles from the onion or slate or you know and they have a lot of technology so TechCrunch and Wired and Gizmodo it's it's really a fabulous app if you want to keep. Uh, up to date with everything and you also want to have um, if you don't want to read a variety of newspapers if you want to get all your information about a particular subject that you really like and so it's a very very savvy magazine that you created with subjects that you only want that you only want to read you know it's my husband wouldn't be interested in some of my subjects but he has his own version of Zite. I highly recommend Zite. I think that should be on everybody's iPad. Mm. I just downloaded it. It's also for the iPhone, too. So just to let everyone know that, you know, is compatible with the iPhone as well. So, but, I you know, I've learned so many things about technology from Zite. I've learned so many. As a matter of fact, I found out about the iOS 6 bug with Do Not Disturb. You know, I hadn't been on Zite for four or five days, and there it was. You know, I've had had I read Zite, you know, I would have found out about it. So I highly recommend Zite. Hmm.
1: Okay, and with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. I know it did go a little bit long, but these were all apps that the three of us felt should be on your iPad and iPhone. And if you have any suggestions for apps that you think people should have that we didn't mention, please get in touch with us. I mentioned earlier in the show how you can get a hold of us at 3geekyladies. um, yes, 3geekyladies.com, the number three spelled out. And all our contact information is there, Twitter, Facebook, and email. And with that, I want to say thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Now you also like taking things apart Yeah You took apart one of my old G5 Macintoshes Yep That's a huge computer It weighs more than you do almost What would you think that was like? Well, it was fun Was it kind of confusing? Or did you kind of figure out what things are? Or? Well, at the end I had a whole bunch of I had some screws and a cup mm-hmm. And it was um, I forgot where they went So yeah. I kept on trying to to find out where they went And you took almost everything out of that machine The fans and the hard drives and the RAM and all kinds of stuff. Yep. Do you like doing stuff like that? Yeah. Do you think a lot of kids your age like to take stuff apart and put them back together? Well, I think they would, but they never talk about it. No? Do you ever talk about it? Yeah. Yeah? I think I would like that. You like that? Tech Fan Podcast. Calm, rational, and
1: family-friendly every Friday.